0: hey everybody welcome to spiritual side notes (laughs) we have a couple guests on the podcast with us uh that was ashley ashley kinsey uh her husband chris are here with us I think we're definitely keeping that in. I don't think we're going to edit that out. Did the water just choke you and then you laughed about it? I think that's okay. Um, you're not dying though, right? Okay, good. You don't need the so, Heimlich. Uh, that is the best start to the podcast we've ever had easily it's like no hands down no questions asked uh, uh this is a podcast where we talk about life and how uh we can grow closer to god through the different aspects of our life and so um actually ashley kinsey who's with us tonight is the creator of the name spiritual side note she was telling the a story mm-hmm. i think we said this like week mm-hmm. one or two but she was telling us a story and she ended it with oh, there's your spiritual side note for the weekend that was it Mm-hmm. Ever since then. So um, Chris and Ashley are joining with us to talk about creativity. And um, just so you know that we didn't like just has two random friends of ours um, that we think are creativity. Street. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, just people out in front of our house. Um, they actually are both incredibly creative. Um, Chris it, has been a graphic art, artist for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and has done different projects and been hired to do some different side projects before. Um, he has also kind of given himself fully into photography. I mean, yeah. his day job gets in the way of that. But <laughs> um, of outside of that, uh, <laughs> he's given himself over f- photography and is a brilliant photographer. Um, is actually flying to Texas to do a gig soon, right? Yeah. Next weekend. Next week. Yep. Yeah. So, and
1: side note, Chris is the one that took the photo for our podcast.
0: There it is. There's what? the clincher. There's the, the clincher. clincher. <laughs> Full time. <laughs> um, yes. And then uh, Ashley is a designer. She worked in New York for how many years?
2: Uh, about 11.
0: Yeah. Okay. All with clothing mm-hmm. in New York, right? Yeah.
2: All designing women's clothing. Okay.
0: And then now has launched her own website and does her own stuff, does consulting. Um, her stuff is based off rocks right now. The yeah. the current stuff on her website is based off rocks and formations and colors and shades. It's it's pretty fascinating. So, um, yeah, so they are brilliant creatives. Haley's also a creative. I am easily the least creative person at the table, and that's not a shot at me. That's just truth. Um, Haley is, a, <laughs> I think, a rather brilliant artist as well. So, um, yeah, so that's everybody's resume. As, as we're um, sitting under one of your paintings. Exactly.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I love that Beautiful. one. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand this over to Haley, and I'm just going to be quiet the rest of the time. So that's, mm. a, oh, since okay. I don't know what I'm talking about in this conversation. So Haley, what's your first question for our guests?
1: Ooh, this is the only thing I did prepare for. We were just talking about how Chris and I didn't prepare. We don't prepare because mm. we're feelers. Yeah. This is the only thing I prepared in my head. Why is creativity important? Good question,
4: Haley. It's yeah. a very broad <laughs> question.
1: It is a very broad question. So go in any direction that you feel Man.
4: like you that. You go?
2: Well, I, I feel it's important because it stems from God being the creator mm. and the, I mean the very first chapter in the Bible is all about what he created and mm. him using his creativity mm. and so I find it very inspiring and in how he created us and then we're in, in, in his image and so then we mm. create also So,
1: Have you always specifically Ashley since you just answered that have you always been creative or liked to create things
2: uh, for as long as I remember, yeah. I, when I was little, I used to like drawing ball gowns. Really? Yeah. so that was kind of how I started in fashion.
1: Wow. Hmm. What about you? Have you always been a creative?
4: Um, I think so, yeah. Uh, I always liked art in school. Um, I wanted to be like an illustrator, but I was not very good at it. And I did it all the time, but I was terrible. I have like <laughs> notebooks full of drawings of like I was going to date myself a little bit, like, hey, Arnold, you guys remember that question? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I used to draw his little football head all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Or like Timon and Pumbaa, you know, like, so just notebooks full of random sketches. And I would, like, run around in the yard with, like, the disposable throwaway cameras. and Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I always wanted to learn how to play guitar, which I did, you know, not very well. But, um, yeah, there's always been something Mm -hmm. there. Cool. Yeah.
2: Okay. What about you, Haley?
1: Yeah, for as long as I can remember, I had notebooks <clears throat> full of Looney Tunes characters. Mm. And one picture of Arthur, where I erased his eye so much, there's a hole in the paper. Because <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> get it just right. Because I, I feel like I've always been create, or like to create, even if I wasn't super creative. Mm. But there's like um, a perfectionism that followed me for a really long time that I feel like kept me from actually truly like engaging creativity in a way that's like freeing Mm -hmm. up until recently when I started doing abstract painting where that just became like there's not a certain Mm -hmm. goal or thing that it has to look like so that it's just
4: yeah
1: the ability to be free like Mm -hmm. there's something about creating something probably because it comes from the ultimate creator that gives life like in a way that I don't know I just walk away feeling like a little more full I don't know if you guys experience that, or maybe even though you're saying you're not super creative, if you experience that when you do create something like building this table or finishing a project, like, I don't know. Do, are you, are gonna, you asking me a question? I've well, been... <laughs> you were coming in earlier like this. I was going to ask
0: a follow up to Ashley, oh, but you just blew right by it. So that's I good. do
1: that all the time. I'm handing over the microphone. What would you I to don't ask?
0: remember the follow up. It was, Shucks. you blew right by it.
1: <laughs> My bad.
3: <laughs> Whoops.
1: Do you have a different question?
0: Um, I think so. This is going to start out as a statement, but I think there's going to be a question by the time <laughs> I get done with the okay. statement. So um, I just, as you were talking, like one of the things that I think about is just the the tie for, uh, uh, between creativity and work, right? Like mm. um, work is good and we're called to work. Um, work was mm. established before the fall, so it's not a something that's a result of sin. So working is good and creative feels like the fun part of work right like you can um you can express and don't get me wrong there's grinding through hard parts or losing creative edge or writer's block or whatever that might be for the different um creative outlets but like it feels like the um the creation of something new and so like but but you're working towards it so it's like this this blending between beauty and work in, mm. in one sense, um, because people mm. can create even through like building businesses, like mm-hmm. an entrepreneur is creating um, a new business. And so that is creative in a lot of ways. And they're creating new ways to do things. So like just that idea of work and beauty being blended through the creative or created order, creative order, almost of like expressing um, through being creative. I don't know. There's just something powerful and um, beautiful. In doing it. But Hmm. yeah, so I guess there wasn't a question. (laughs) So that was my statement. But um, I will ask another question. um, And that would just be like, what is the thing that you notice um, that inspires people from your creations? Or like, by that, I guess, I mean, like, how have people responded? Like, what do they
4: say? Mm, That's a good question. I have had a lot of people like since I've started posting my photography online and stuff mm-hmm. like that, people are, you know, people will comment how cool they think like an edit is or like an angle or they'll, they'll express, um, like they'll, they'll just be like, Oh, well, you know, I used to want to be a photographer mm-hmm. a long time mm-hmm. ago and I bought a camera and then it just sat in a drawer for a long time. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, I see your pictures and it makes me want to go out and like explore. Mm-hmm. and Like
3: mm-hmm.
4: even for me, that's, that's great. If I can get somebody outside and like going mm-hmm. to do something and like, It's stirred them in a way, you know, maybe they don't pick up photography, but if it gets them thinking about something, you know, then to me that's that's a win. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah.
2: I love that. What about you, girl? That's a good question. Um, I guess what comes to mind is my my friend Lara commented, uh, well, I'll start with, a lot of times I'm inspired by nature, Mm -hmm. and so I like um, just – God has so many designs in nature, like yeah. the smallest seashell to like a crazy rock to the feathers on a bird. Like there's so many different colors, so many different mixes of texture. So, so much design and creati- creativity just in, in everything really plants. I, I'm, I could go on and on, but um, I, this is a lot of my friends know this is what I'm inspired by. And so my friend, Laura, we were in California on a road trip and she was like, you know, after like learning about what you're inspired by and what you design after, she's like, I've noticed nature more and I've noticed mm-hmm. like the design and things more. And I think that's my what I hope is that people will be more aware of that and just see God more of God's beauty all around mm-hmm. Um and that, you know, they'll see kind of my work um as inspiring in that way yeah mm-hmm. that makes sense Fantastic.
3: yeah
1: okay so, so that go ahead
0: nope
1: <laughs> or, that makes me want to ask you to share your thesis because you did this based on life right
2: yeah so when i so what i brought so i found i was looking through old stuff from college and this will date me but i graduated from college in 2004 so yeah. this is way back in 2004. I wrote <laughs> I wrote this for my senior thesis. So um it was I I titled it my overall philosophy and aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> sorry. Oh. So um I started out with the verse Genesis 1 which I was talking about before. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, verse 27. So God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. And then um, I just wrote, so why do I create? I create because I was first created and it is in me. God is a designer and that is what I believe he wants me to be too. Who better to learn from than the one who plotted every curve of a lily, every cell in our body, every intricate feeling we feel, and every mix of a landscape. Mm -hmm. Um, I took a two-week camping trip with my family this summer, and as I gazed out the window watching the different lands sprawl out in front of me, I was truly inspired. The sky, the silhouette of the trees, and the color of the dirt, (laughs) everything Mm -hmm. was intricately and wonderfully made and combined together. In my designs, I want to strive to achieve beauty, to leave people awestruck, to inspire them, to make them think, to cause intrigue, appreciation, joy, and excitement, because these are just some of the things God's designs accomplish. Mm I want my garments to be a wonderful combination of color, silhouette, fabric, construction, and detail.
1: I love that.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: That makes me want to go outside and (laughs) look at things differently. (laughs) Yeah. That's fantastic. So how, Chris, do you feel like the way Ashley sees nature affects what you do with photography?
4: i think the way that her and i view nature is probably very similar Mm. um and in photography i think it's a little different than like painting or Mm. building a garment from scratch or something like that because initially at least like a camera isn't creating anything like you're just capturing what's already there Mm. and so in my opinion a lot of what photography is is actually just looking like noticing things in your surroundings that other people mm. don't notice mm. you know like if i can uh like for instance i posted a, a picture online not too long ago that was um it was a picture of the bridgewater building downtown grand rapids mm-hmm. and um but it was framed using a bed of flowers mm. but if you didn't you know if you didn't look at them in a specific angle you would never actually see that framing i actually had to kneel down and kind of look that way and, like, position my cam- my camera so that it, everything kind of lines up. Mm. And it's just, like, those little things. Like, so, like, you definitely notice more if you just slow down and look for it.
1: Mm. That part's important, the slow down
3: part. Yeah, I mean, you like
4: just really kind of, like, absorb your surroundings. Like, mm. anybody can take a picture of a street. But if you don't, like, take the time to kind of frame it properly and, like, maybe you don't want a bunch of traffic there. You, like, actually wait for... Mm. five minutes until it looks the way you want it to look and then you take the picture Mm. like that makes a big difference
2: Mm. that's powerful yeah and i think i think creativity can stem in that time when you're slow when you're Mm. you know you you give your mind the chance to wander to think or Mm
3: -hmm.
2: to really be present in whatever you're doing or Mm -hmm. you know absolutely so do you feel like how did COVID
1: affect that for you guys when we all were home and you had to slow down and just over a year ago, Ashley quit her corporate job, right? So that became a different kind of slowing down and looking at things that you maybe didn't actually get to look at for quite some time. Right. Mm -hmm. And like pursuing things that you actually wanted to design or create. How has the last year affected the way you guys view creativity slash life
4: I mean, for me personally, I'm an introvert, and so it was great. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) if I could do it again with all the, you know, sickness and death that, like, for me, it was, I mean, it it was awesome.
3: Like,
4: I I could ride my motorcycle and shoot pictures all day long. Like, I I could do Mm. that forever.
3: Mm. And
4: so, honestly, it actually, I think, um, I mean, if you go a year back a year, because I've only been doing photography for... Not even two years. Mm. So, I mean, if you, I mean, you can see a huge change in in my photography a year ago. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it actually gave me time to to perfect it a little. I mean, I'm not I'm not perfect, but I've I've come a long way since then. Mm. So, I think for me, it was really good in in that aspect.
1: That's awesome. That's so good. What about you, Ashley?
2: I think it was it was good to... Um, Just like you said, leaving my corporate job and having the freedom to create what Mm -hmm. I was inspired by. Mm -hmm. Um, I just kind of took some time and designed whatever I wanted to design. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's always fun to do. Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah, I should add, like from the outside looking in, I mean, Ashley was, I mean, you could just visibly see like the weight had come off of her shoulders, Mm -hmm. like just that weight of, of what she was dealing with at her job, like, like that had just gone away. Mm. And she could, like, just be herself again.
1: Mm. That is so good. Mm-hmm. So what would you guys say to someone who's listening who either feels like they aren't creative and they want to be or they've, like, they, they feel like they're not and yet someone has seen something in them that they don't know how to, like, quite get there? Like, I see that you could be good at this. Or mm. just in general, like, what would you say to people who <clears throat> want to create and don't know what outlet to search for, or um, I really like painting, but I'm terrible at it. Like, what would you say to them, like, in pursuit of creativity?
4: Practice. Try a def- uh, try a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't find out that I loved photography until I was, I mean, I'm 37, so,
3: mm.
4: you know, and I've, so, I mean, honestly, I've tried guitar, I've tried drawing, I've tried music, calligraphy, Calligraphy. You <laughs> but know, but she's actually really good at, <laughs> <laughs> um, but nothing is, nothing is has gotten, has, has stuck the way that photography does. Mm-hmm. So I would just say my, my main piece of advice would just be to try, try anything you can go to free mm-hmm. workshops, go to, you know, watch other people do it, go to festivals. Like just, I mean, just, see, just see what sticks, mm-hmm. and, but maybe it's not art. Maybe it's problem solving maybe it's mm-hmm. troubleshooting maybe it's mechanics maybe it's i mean there's so many ways you could go
2: yeah mm-hmm. i agree i think you can be creative in r- your relationships you can yeah. be creative mm-hmm. in how you put your house together you can be creative and yeah yeah like you said problem solving i think like, so many
4: i think so often people think oh to be creative i have to be an artist you know mm-hmm. but you don't you could you could be a plumber i mean mm-hmm. you're, you're problem solving you for people
2: right there's also creativity in how you word things. Even just mm. saying a sentence can mm. be creative. Yeah. Oh, I like that.
1: That's cool. Well, and I want to add to that, like, the because we are made in God's image and he's the creator and we were made to co-create, that there's this part of us that I think every person has a part of creativity built into them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So even though we can share that creativity with each other, which is fun, like, you taking our picture and you coming up with the word name, because you Shay didn't say this, but Ashley also has a blog, which huh, we were supposed to be accountability partners for, and I'm realizing we didn't do that very well. <laughs> um, but Ashley's also a fantastic writer. The different avenues that we can use creativity in is not for show. Like, we mm-hmm. can show it to others, and it's fun to inspire other people through mm-hmm. it or to meet someone else who loves doing what you do. But ultimately... <laughs> it's not to get kudos from somebody else or to get a like on social media or even to like land a job. But if God has like built this thing into you, like if you like painting and you like your paintings aren't great, but it brings you joy, like do it. I'm not saying quit your day job and hope that you eventually like become such a great artist that like, you know, you're, you're not making wise decisions with the gifts that God has given you that maybe you are actually like gifted at doing something He's, like, going this way, and I will provide financially for you this way, but, like, this is an outlet. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to say that, that it's not, you don't have to make it Instagram picture perfect in order to do something. Like, I think right. a part of us living is just doing something, like, being creative, even if I'm not yeah. fantastic at, like, poetry, like, if you yeah, like exactly. poetry, write a poem. Like, Great.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I dance alone in my house all the time. I come up with different <laughs> dance moves. No one sees those. But, oh, but now I need to. <laughs> no, but that's crit. just me being creative. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, I love yeah, I, w-
4: I, I would say, too, uh, you don't have to have, like, oh, maybe, I, I, maybe this is just me. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I have to have that thing, and then I can do this. Or mm-hmm. I have to have that thing, and then I can do this. Yeah. But really, you don't. Like, you just have to start doing it. You know, um, I mean, like just Instagram, for instance, um, I mean, I've got tons of expensive, well, I shouldn't say tons. I have some expensive equipment (laughs) and I have friends that they just shoot with their cell phone and Mm. they get way more shares than I do. And Mm. so, you know, and I've got a setup that is probably worth, you know, double the the amount of their cell phone, Mm. but they, you know, so it doesn't really matter the tool, it's just how you're inspired by it and how you use it.
3: That's
0: good. Was that eyebrows for me to ask something? Yeah, I'm leaving you space. um, Oh, I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, so one of the things I was curious is like, so when you, you know, like how a lot of times, maybe this isn't every project, I wouldn't know, but um, like you almost hit a zone, where you're, like, in the middle, like, it's just things are clicking, you're rolling. Mm-hmm. I would imagine, Chris, that maybe this is more with your graphic side of things versus photography, because you talked about just seeing what's not there, but I could totally be wrong. Um, but, like, when you're in the zone, like, <clears throat> what's the, there's kind of three things that I'm assuming are, like, on your mind in that zone, so I want I want you to speak to it. The My assumption would be either there's, like, this almost connection with your inner self and God, like wow, I'm doing the very thing I was created to do. Mm -hmm. Or you're thinking of the people that you're inspiring. Like, man, this is going to be huge. Like people are going to, and and not in a fame way, not in a I'm going to be so cool and important, but like in a like, man, this is really going to inspire people or make them think or as you wrote, like uh, be inquisitive or inspire them, whatever it might be. Or the third thing is like, is it just a visualizing of the final product? Like you, when you're in that zone, you're like, this is helping the final product become this. So like what what or, or is it none of those? Am I totally off basis? But like what's that zone like
2: for for me, I forget about time. Hmm. So I so I'll be thinking that.
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that because, she forgets about time, or, yes. or you also forget about, okay. no, that she she forgets
2: <laughs> about time. <laughs> yeah, I um I just I'm I'm just not thinking about time at all because I'm I'm very focused on Mm -hmm. what I'm doing. And like you said, I think part of that is connecting with God and just doing, you know, part of what he created me to do. So it, and I've, I've kind of learned more and more about that. Um, but I think, yeah, I just get in the zone. I'm focused. Time goes out the window and then it's for, for me, it's not that I'm necessarily focusing on the end product, like in, in some in some cases I am because I've sketched it out and I have an idea of what I want the end product to look like. Uh, but sometimes it's just in just enjoying the process. Like for, I've recently been designing prints. And so I've been mm. using my iPad, which is a new medium, which I started actually by using Chris's iPad. And I'll just play with the brushes and, and see mm-hmm. how the flower turns out in a certain brush. And so it's it's mm-hmm. kind of exploration. Mm-hmm. Mm in in the process also so Mm.
4: that's cool yeah i'd say there's a lot of exploration on my side too okay Uh, i would say this is like a twofold thing for me on the graphic side well as an overarching thing i'm kind of a people pleaser in when it comes to work and so when it comes to graphic i'm very much trying to deliver what somebody else wants Mm. Mm. so it's not necessarily i mean of course it is my artistic freedom to do what i want but i use it to give somebody else what they want sure. Okay. and so there's a little bit of a conflict i guess within me for that because okay. I'm, I'm 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 having fun doing it but at the same time i'm like oh i, I wonder if they're gonna like it mm. you know and yeah. if they don't are they still gonna like me mm-hmm. you know
3: <laughs> yeah but it
4: has nothing to do with it you know yeah um and then yeah on the photography side i mean i want people to like it um I don't really know why. I just, you know, maybe that's part of the people pleasing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I just get energized by it. You know, mm-hmm. even when I'm by myself, like, it's so weird. I'm such a nerd. that I'd, I, I actually enjoy the editing process, mm-hmm. like going back, because I shoot all raw files. So they all have to be kind of edited slightly to bring up colors and stuff. And, uh, I mean, sometimes I'll like Ashley would be upstairs and I'll just be like, rick flair you know wooing down at the computer <laughs> while i'm editing like woo, this is so good you know awesome. by myself you know yep. just in yep. a, in a dark room yep. <laughs> just <Yep>. like woo, <laughs> you know That's and so and, and a picture like that may get like 10 likes and then other ones mm. that i'm like i don't know about this one will get like 60 or 100 mm. I, I had one of a van do a thousand it was just a van hmm. it
2: was a cool van <laughs>
0: Yeah,
4: you know, so like, it's yeah. just I don't know. There's just something mm. about it.
0: But that's like I I don't know. There's something about that that's like when you're when you're not doing it with others in mind, almost like it it is just like you doing what you're supposed to do or what yeah um what is beautiful to you or how God's created you. Like there's just so much freedom in that because mm-hmm. if it is focused on the other person of like ah I'm doing this for them or I'm doing this for likes on social media or i'm doing it the, like there's almost this like you said conflict there's this actual internal battle that's happening and we we live in such a comparison culture that like mm-hmm. yeah. everything that we do and say we're comparing to what other people's people do and say yeah, and absolutely. usually it's a competition so it's not just the comparison but it's a competition so if they're better than me then why do i even try mm-hmm. or you're prideful and think well i'm better than them so i'm gonna do this or I'm better than them, but they got more likes than me. That doesn't make sense because I'm cooler than they are. How did they get more likes? What did they do? What They cheated the system somehow, right? Like there's this weird <laughs> yep. mental cycle that you can get um, trapped in mm-hmm. that's all just really a facade um, and a mm-hmm. lot of, I think, a lot of lies. Um, because if you're meant to create and be creative, it's like you're talking about, like, doing the photography that's that's for you that's just a beautiful thing that you get to experience and do the editing process and woohoo by yourself right like that's that's you um and those are some of the most i think i I don't maybe this isn't the best word but i think of like purest moments Mm -hmm. in life it's genuine yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
4: i think i think um you know a lot of it is expectations that we put on ourselves too Mm -hmm. because oftentimes you know i don't have a ton of followers online you Mm -hmm. know so when i'm getting you know like a a photo with a lot of likes for me as like 60 yeah. mm-hmm. on on Instagram. Uh, and so like I'm looking at others that have way more followers than me and I'm thinking, oh, you know, like their stuff must be better than mine. But then I, I've i built relationships with some of these people mm-hmm. and they think the same thing about my photos, even though I have much mm-hmm. less followers. So it's like, even though I've kind of got this self-deprecating, like
3: mm-hmm.
4: feeling about my stuff, not being as good as someone, someone else's, they're like thinking the same thing about your stuff too. Mm-hmm. So Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, the, that part of culture can be really dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, this comparison and, uh, well, comparison culture. I forget the. There's a term for it where. Um, in some cultures, I think America is actually moving more this way where you like put people down, you keep them from basically breaking out of the bubble. Yeah. Um, I know uh, like Australia I've heard is that culture that like, if somebody starts to really succeed in an area of whatever they do, whether that's sports or, or business or whatever, they start getting torn down. Like people mm-hmm. start bashing on them and tearing them down because they, yeah. there's almost this, this uh, uh, sociological subconscious, structure within a society that says like no you can't break away from us you can't be better than the group Mm -hmm. and so like you start tearing them down and like i just think that's all a part of this and it can keep people from doing what they want to do or doing what they're they should be doing or called to do or whatever like yeah just not not worrying about the things and the stresses of the world in a way that allows you to just be who you need to be
4: yeah i mean i think the fear of what other people think is a powerful thing yeah and if we worry about what people think too much over what god thinks of us mm-hmm. too much it's it's really easy to hold a fall into yeah Mhm. for sure
1: 100 percent.
4: especially when it comes to creative things because typically those things are close to your heart because it's something mm. you really care about mm. yeah that's a good point
2: yeah i struggled with that um just launching this new collection that i did online because i i'm like a serial entrepreneur and i just like to start mm-hmm. new things and i think that's part of the creativity is I just have a lot of different ideas hmm. and so I've launched things online before and so I had the fear that people were gonna think like oh here she is launching another thing or trying to sell some more stuff or you know yeah. and so I had these like fears in the back of my head um, before I did it and I really had to come to grips with like for one other people aren't thinking any thinking about me as much as i think they are thinking right. about me like they, they they have their own lives they're doing their own thing mm-hmm. like you know uh, to two like who cares yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. if i'm supposed to if i feel called to do this and i'm inspired to do this then mm-hmm. you know and i i think i had to you know change some of my thinking before i could put myself out there too mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's so true
1: I think that's true on like any part of life that it's so easy to, well, and Chris, you really like said this, but the fear of what other people think, I think it can keep us from doing so much Mm -hmm. or cause us to do so little or to try too hard, like in our own power to do like whatever, to like please somebody as opposed to just being in surrender and like being who God has called us to be. And for me that lately has looked like stepping out of social media. So I don't have... I don't think I realized how much I struggled with comparing myself to other people or the things that I did or my kids to like that wasn't there anymore. And you're like, oh, wow, that took up a lot of brain space. Mm -hmm. It's almost this like back burner boiling thing.
3: Mm -hmm. You're
1: like, oh yeah, even if I'm taking a fun picture like of my kids, when you start to edit that, like thinking through like, how is this going to look on this? Like (laughs) how much that just like, is this underlying tone that I didn't even know was there till it was gone. And so that, like, that relief has been, like, releases me to be in a place where I just feel like more and more I can be myself. And I don't mean that in the sense that, like, my truth is your truth or my truth is my truth and your truth is your truth because God's truth is true. But really, like, finding the image he's made me to be and, like, mirroring him to the world and the way that he's created me to be, whether or not I've opened however many stores or like online or not, like this time, whatever this is, like, we're just always going to be growing and changing. And so Mm -hmm. I think that there are parts of that that means starting (laughs) something new again. And, and then celebrating the fact that you did that, even if it was like, I don't even know what number of times and not allowing fear to keep you from doing that again. Mm -hmm. Um, anyways, I just think there's something to the remembering in moments when you were like thinking so much about what everybody else thinks, praying that the Holy spirit reminds us to like shut that down and just mm-hmm. remember that like, God's like, I see you and I made you this way and I made you to do these things. And this is like, this is who I have for you. And yeah. I can't remember actually if I had shared this with you or not. Um, when we were doing better about keeping each other accountable for blogging. Um, <laughs> but I could not look at the number of people who were viewing my blog. Yeah. Mm. Like, purposefully because it would wig me out when I would have like this many views. And then like three weeks later, I would have like 10, Mm -hmm. like that sort of thing. And watching it like slowly decline, but I couldn't post a blog without like seeing that number. And then our kids got sick for like three months and I just like didn't even think about it. Like I didn't think about blogging, but right before I quit blogging, someone, one person came up to me at church and he was just like, I just wanted to say thank you for what you wrote. Keep doing it. Mm -hmm. and it was one person and he was probably one of the like only like the 10 views that i had (laughs) that was just like okay god if this this isn't about what everybody else thinks this is about Mm -hmm. what you've told me to do and if i'm Mm -hmm. obedient that's what matters not Mm -hmm. how many people see my obedience Mm -hmm. not how many people think my writing is awesome but just like you've you've told me to do this and in that obedience is where the blessing comes from
3: Mm
1: -hmm. um anyway there's just like the obedient part of even being creative like doing this because it's like written into who you are and not worrying
4: about how many people buy your print or <laughs> right
1: don't yeah. you know
4: yeah isn't that such an interesting dynamic you think about like okay online one like would it would almost be like a slap in the face you'd be like mm. really only one like but if one person in real life approaches mm-hmm. you and tells you how good they think it is like that makes such a huge impact mm. so yeah. yeah i think that's such a, just like such an interesting mm. like difference between the two you know because it's still one person on either end but it can make so much of a difference
1: i hadn't even thought about it that way
4: Mm -hmm. yeah it's good perspective
1: (sighs) mind blown well
4: Mm -hmm. done (laughs) thanks actually do have a song for us
2: Uh, Um, let's see anything about creating (laughs) Hmm. so I
0: I did want to ask this question so we were talking about how there's multiple ways to be creative like many many like you said earlier Chris you don't have to just be an artist so do you think that in some way we're all called to create something and if so like why or what or how or or is it just some people are more creative than others, and some people
4: just don't create? I mean, I think, I think we all create something. I mean, even if you just maybe you're curating relationships with family and friends, maybe mm. you're curating a family. Maybe you're, um, I mean, I think we're all called to create something, whether it's, you know, a career that if, you know. Maybe mm. you're a leader and you're helping develop others, or, um, so yeah, I would say in some way we're all creating in a way Mm. um i wouldn't say it's always positive or always negative i mean i think people change so Mm. um but yeah i think i think we're all creating something whatever i don't know what that is Mm. i agree (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Uh, A ditto. Uh, ditto. <laughs> ditto. Ditto that. <laughs> I'm going
1: to
2: second that. Oh, well, You'd be the third, So babe. It's, it's third. interesting. Okay, so this is what this... So I, just, I like looking up definitions of even basic words and create. The definition is to bring something into existence or bring into existence. Mm. And, it, and then it made me think of the beginning of the Bible where God created the heavens and the earth. And he did that by talking. He he spoke it into existence, and Mm. so I would argue that when we communicate, we're creating. Mm. And I I mean, right now we're creating a bond with each other. We're creating, you know, hopefully some inspiration, in whoever is listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) At least (laughs) you guys are liking it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but so I think I there's. So mm-hmm. many different ways to create. And just the fact that we were created, it's, I, I agree, I think it's in us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, I don't think it looks like art no. all the time. No, I think, I think so. I th- sometimes it is. Hmm.
0: I think it almost goes back to what hey and I have talked about on multiple podcasts of the intentionality behind it because, like, I also, you brought up the words. God used words to create, but, like, words can also destroy so easily, mm-hmm. too. So, like, the motive and the intentionality behind everything that we do, like, even mm-hmm. creating conversation, creating relationships, like, w- creating sentences through the words that we're using. Like, if we're not being intentional with them, like, mm-hmm. um, so much negative and death and destruction can come from the things that we create because creation in itself can be beautiful Mm. Mm -hmm. but like but again sin is simply the perversion of the good and so like we can pervert creation into something that is deathly um and so i think it just it it causes me to think like i just don't want to do anything like haphazardly or mm-hmm. without intention. Like I want to do everything. Like even the words that I use to speak to my kids or or my friends or whatever. Like I want to use my words well. That as I'm creating things, like I'm just doing that as God would have me do and lead me into, um, rather than this kind of flippant approach to to different things. Mm-hmm. So I think most yeah. people understand the weight of certain situations, but like. And not that everything has to be weighty, because we can have fun and laugh and joke and whatnot, but, like, I don't know. I just want to do everything with intentionality mm-hmm. and not just haphazardly.
1: Yeah.
4: Do you have something, Ashley?
2: Well, it just kind of made me think about our... part of our conversation before about being in the zone, like, when you're in... when you're focused on your kids, or you're creating mm-hmm. those... like, you're kind of in a zone to where it it, it comes... Out, I guess the best word would be naturally, like God's mm-hmm. flowing through you, and that that's creating something that's that's just there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it just comes out. But I think I think too, uh, this kind of goes along the lines with being intentional and being careful with what you're creating, mm-hmm. um, is to not get too wrapped up in what you've created. Because mm. the problem then becomes you're focusing more on the created than the creator,
3: yeah, and
2: so you don't want to be wrapped up in everything you're saying or in the art that you're doing, or mm. it that can get dangerous too, which makes me think of c s. Lewis <laughs> <laughs> yes, i wrote uh uh he wrote a book called "The Great Divorce," which is fictional, but it's essentially kind of how he's what he thinks it would be like going into heaven versus hell. And um, there's a section in it where he talks about artists and, and creating in general. And he talks about, um, um, he's talk basically it's a spirit talking to a man that has come up to heaven. Mm -hmm. And so the spirit is talking to the artist and they both were artists. So the spirit was an artist on Earth, and then mm. is talking to the artist in heaven, mm-hmm. and um, so the spirit says, "That's not how you began. Not just interested in art. Light was light itself. Was your first love. You loved paint only as a means of telling about light." And then the ghost, the the man, was like, "Oh well, that's long gone." And um, the spirit says, "Every poet and musician and artist, but for grace, is drawn away from the love of the thing he tells." to the love of telling till down in deep hell, they cannot be interested in God at all, but only in what they say about him.
3: Hmm.
2: So it's Hmm. more, it's a warning for even us as Christians. Like it's not about what we say about God. It's not how Hmm. perfect this podcast is. It's not how, you know, perfect our relationships are, or or it's really about the creator, Hmm. not what we've created. It's about him creating through us. It's about, Hmm. How he created us to be and us living that out.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's, good. So. mm-hmm.
4: that's good. That is good.
1: Because what I ha- was thinking before you said all that, and then that was just like boom. That made all of my thoughts make sense. You guys have no idea what I'm thinking, so I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> is that in our society, we when we say like I want to be creative, we mean something in particular. Like mm. we define mm-hmm. that i think really is like artist yeah and art yeah artistry of some sort whether that's pictures or fashion or weaving like a tangible something that usually has a medium with it that ends up with like a product of mm-hmm. some sort right yeah. or a product even if it's you setting up your a room it's like post this perfect picture on Instagram of like the space I created, right? Like there's typically a definition with it that I think we've boxed in when creativity is just bringing something into existence. So what Mm -hmm. I was thinking about is we're literally always creating, not just in the words and the relationships that we have, but in every decision we make, there is a consequence, whether that's positive or negative consequence, that's going to create something in the future. So we're even Mm -hmm. laying foundational work for what will be created, what is coming into existence that we don't even know mm. that we're doing. And that just felt weighty in my head. Like everything I do has a consequence to it. And mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this before. I've at least talked to several people about it, that we can't choose our consequences, but we can choose our actions. Mm-hmm. But we often forget about that in really the small ways, right? The way I respond to Athalia when she's like annoying me when she's doing nothing wrong, I'm just tired. And I, I want her to stop talking for five minutes because I selfishly want to breathe. <laughs> and when I respond shortly, there is something I'm creating in that moment. Like I'm creating, uh, potentially a construct that like, I annoy my mom or I have to be quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, I'm a part of creating something in her world. Um, so that felt really weighty as I was thinking about it Till you said that. Like, yeah, it's not about even what I create in those moments. It's about the creator. Mm-hmm. And if I'm surrendered to him, I can trust him to create outside of me what needs to be created, like in my daughter's heart or in our relationship or in our friendships that even when I'm not perfectly creating something that will bring life and beauty, that God is big enough to form that into whatever he wants it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was actually, when I was putting Hagen to bed, I was praying something like that for him, like just that he would be molded and formed. And I was in my head like watching God like create him like this soft little thing into whoever God has made him to be. That That's consistently and constantly what God is doing if we allow him to, Mm -hmm. is breaking off those hard edges and making us into who he wants us to be. And I think us being creative is a part of that happening, Mm -hmm. like being Mm -hmm. free to... Whether it's like going for a run or swimming or
0: Ew, don't go for runs.
1: <laughs> Always go for runs. Yes. Runs are the worst. I like runs. <laughs>
4: I agree, they're the worst. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> or riding motorcycles.
4: Yes. yes. Way better yes. Do that. Way better. Do that.
0: Way better. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: you can have a podcast <laughs> on motorcycles after.
4: Yeah. I, I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting that you talked about like God working in us. Mm-hmm. Because the way that like He works and creates things in us, like And Shay, you talked about like the separation between work and creativity, Mm. but I think they're actually the same thing because you can't, Mm -hmm. you have to work to be creative. Like some people think that it's just, oh, they just wake up and they have all these great ideas. Well, there are some of those great ideas Mm. and they do happen, but the rest of it's work. Yeah. (laughs) And like, you know, you don't just run out with a camera and instantly be good with it. Like, Mm. like, no, he's
2: done a lot of work and learning and research and. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, that's
4: okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, just like it, kind of like like what you were saying about mm. God working in us, and like, I mean, you have to take the works that He does in you and and do something with it. Mm,
1: that's good. Well, and He oh. made us to work, right? In the right. garden, He literally made Adam and Eve, and then said, "Work the ground."
4: Right. Like there was
1: creativity and things being, literally, life coming to right. be. But yeah, and they had to like tend to it, mm-hmm.
2: right? And I've I've kind of wrestled with that with work because it. I'm a fashion designer. And so part of me is like, how am I helping anyone here? Like Mm. there's so much clothing out there. Um, What does it matter that I design more clothing? And, and I've wrestled with that and part, and I keep coming back to over and over again, like this is part of how God created me to be. And, Mm. and I truly enjoy it. And I also go back to the fact that he created things that didn't always last. Like, you know, he, one of my favorite verses is, um, in Matthew and he talks about, um, worrying. And basically it's like not even Solomon and all his finery was clothed Mm -hmm. like the lilies in the field, like, which are here today and gone tomorrow. And Mm -hmm. so it just made me think of like some, some things that you create are just to just to be viewed just to be beautiful just to Mm. just to be part of life maybe for a split second like a dress Mm. (laughs) and it's just i think i've i've found that encouraging too just how Mm. many different forms of creation there can be Mm. i think i might have got a little off topic with that but
1: (laughs) no No, that was good were you wanting to say something
0: um, well, I was just gonna kind of going back to what you said about like creating constructs in Athalia, almost like don't don't want to create this um, negative construct in her. I was just like thinking of Second uh, Corinthians five talks about how um, we are Christ's ambassadors, but mm. the part of that that jumped out to me um, recently—it's actually our verse for um, our students going into this next year—but it's that, um, and he as if he wants to make his appeal through you. Um, Mm -hmm. and so there's this like idea that you were talking about, like not focusing on the created thing, but on the creator. But like when we're making our appeal to non-believers, um, it is about the thing. And for us, it's about that thing pointing to the creator, but for them, Mm -hmm. it's about the thing. And so like, Mm -hmm. almost like as we are making Jesus's appeal on behalf of him, because, He's no longer here intentionally. Um, He chooses to utilize us to to express him to non-believers that, like, we almost, in a sense, have to focus on the created thing in order to make them aware of the creator himself. Mm. And so, mm-hmm. like, there's this weird dance that we have to do. Like, among Christians, it's like, yeah, like I created that, but it's all about God. Like, He gave me the ability. He He gave me the vision. He whatever. Like, um, but when we're talking to non-believers, it is more about like, yeah, isn't this thing beautiful? And yet, like, yeah. I could never create something as as uh, magical as the sunset. You mm. know, even just like some of those like those side comments that mm-hmm. just like yeah. point to the creator and open, cause those things open doorways. Like they, mm-hmm. they are a gateway to conversation for the conversation about a larger construct of a God who loves us. And so, um, yeah. Yeah, it, is kinda, great, great it is kind of, it's, kind of weird and like hard to like, yes, it is about the creator. But when we're talking to a non believer, we kind of have to talk about the creator within the created thing in order to point to the creator. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's that doesn't a great make sense.
2: But. No, that's a great point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, that, I think that's a perfect example of, like, the sunset and, like, oh, this is what I was inspired by. And mm-hmm. look at all these different designs out there. And look how everything is different and, and, and intricate. And, hmm, yeah. I wonder who made that. Because you know? yeah. <laughs>
3: right.
0: yeah. I think, for me, like, one of the things that I've almost wrestled through, and maybe this is totally heretical. Maybe this is terrible. I have no idea. But, like, I've told Haley before, like, in some senses, we are our kids' gods. Right? Like, they depend on us for everything. Um, even the construct of the world. What we tell them is how they will view the world. And so, in a sense, we are their. God, it, that we are giving them the information that they need, we are giving them the sustainability to life, and eventually they'll be old enough to recognize um, who God really is and make that determination for relationship with Him on their own, but like, especially when they're younger, because is starting to transition in that, like mm-hmm. we're having cool conversations right now about Jesus mm-hmm. and Heaven, and, mm-hmm. um, and so she's starting to transition in that cognitive ability, but like, especially Hagen, like we are his God, Haley is his sustenance in so many ways. Like, um, and so recognizing the the weight of that and entering into a conversation about like, um, we are giving you everything that you need now, but there's a dependency that you're gonna need on the ultimate God, the true God, because um, mm-hmm. we're, we're the little G gods in their lives currently, but like, <laughs> um, that they're gonna have to transition that to the creator eventually, so. I think there is a beauty in creating constructs, trucks is what I was trying to circle back around
1: to. Oh, there for sure is. Yeah. I just am apt, and I, I'm i getting healthier in this, but I'm apt to go to like me negatively doing something like, oh, I'm going to probably just screw up my kid. Not that I actually think that, but <laughs> the, the people pleasing, perfectionistic part of me that is healing, mm-hmm. like I still find myself going there and having to surrender it back to the creator. Like, nope, you're in control. And like, you love my kids more than I do. And I am not a perfect parent, but you are. So I can point to you when I'm like, I'm sorry, mommy screwed up. Please forgive me. But you know who doesn't screw up? God. <laughs> he loves you so patiently, and I am so grateful that he loves you patiently. So even though, like, Hagen and athalia can't cognitively choose things on their own, like, already beginning to, like, verbalize that and the things that we're saying or acting it out and the things that we're doing so that we are creating – without being perfect because we can't be a place that is pointing to him always mm-hmm. um and then like ashley your comment about like creation and i guess you kind of brought this up the isn't it in psalms that it talks about like everything like you can see him in all of like his created order like the in the stars and the. what is that i think it's a psalm does anyone know what i'm talking about it sounds familiar. I mean, it
0: talks about like his voice sounding like the breaking of the cedars of Lebanon. And, um,
1: yeah, is that Psalm 19? His,
0: is it his eyes or like the stars in the sky or something? No, that's not but, it at all. But, well, okay. You're sitting here, <laughs> can't remember. And, and you're like,
1: no, but I mean, it somewhere in the, and in the word, it talks about like he, his voice goes out through all creation. I think that was like definitely a part of it. But basically, like, what it means is, like, you can't look out there and not think that there isn't a God. Like, he's put it there for all people that even yeah, if imprint. no one ever heard of him, yeah. you know, you'd, like, see him. They're pulling out their
2: phones. Help me.
0: <laughs> that was going to take too long. Come okay. it's a, yeah, come well, back, it makes... Come
2: back actually, us. you guys keep looking. I. It makes me think of the end of Job. Mm-hmm. So at the end of Job, God comes and he's like you know, who are you to Mm. question me? I created this, I created that. Mm. I brought the, you know, the waves forth and the mountains, et cetera. Like all this stuff that he created and in some of it, well, most, a lot of it, we don't completely understand or, Mm. you know, or, or some of it's just fascinating, like how fast some animals can run and just, just the different things it makes, Mm. I find it comforting just to know that, um, God's out there. Something bigger than me mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. in charge and created all of this. And I don't know. did you find it? No. I was trying so, to stall.
0: <laughs> Psalm nineteen does get. I think. I think it's what it is. It says the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of His hands. Um, yeah. Verse two. Day after day they pour, pour forth for speech. speech. Night after night they display yes. knowledge. Mm. There's no speech or language where their voice is not heard. This their voice yes. goes out into out
1: all into all, all the earth. earth.
0: And then. I think nineteen uh, or Psalm one fifty one is the one that talks about the stars being like the eyes.
1: Oh, God,
0: sorry, so. babe.
1: Well, it's are just, you it's... making that up right now? There's no 151. There's no one fifty one. Did you
0: did you not know that? On top? Did you actually bite?
1: Yeah, I don't know that. Why you you you're a biblet major? <laughs> yes, I am.
4: Wow, sure <laughs> is. Thanks. I will pay
1: lots of money but for I, that.
2: <laughs> I think that makes sense though, because I even people that are. Um, that may not have the same christian beliefs but w- would relate to spiritual feelings mm. can a lot of times say well i feel close to god in nature or mm. i feel you yeah. know i feel more I spiritual before i knew christ well yeah, yeah it, ah. well because it because like that verse says mm. he's out he's all around and yeah that is like interesting to
1: think about like the comfort of home is, like, one thing. Like, I can feel comfortable, I put that in quotes, like, in my home sitting on a couch. But there is a totally different kind of comfort I feel when I'm outside. Mm -hmm. There's, like, because there's an aliveness to it, to all of the grass and the trees and the things Mm -hmm. that, like, I know not everyone might feel because not everybody likes bugs, you know? (laughs) Like, that sort of thing. But there is something about nature that just beams life that I think is obviously... Because it points to him. But, yeah. It reminds me this morning of, um, I have this, my first study Bible that I got at the Swazi yard sale. So Thalia and I, she wanted to read the story where Jesus died. And at the Mm -hmm. beginning of it is, um, they give you a little like.
0: Pause. This is not Haley's first study Bible, it's called My First Study Bible. (laughs) It's for a child. So this is a Thalia study Bible. When you started telling the story, I was like, you've had multiple study Bibles. What are you talking about? So Sorry,
1: it is called My First Study Bible. It's a spiritual side note there. It's just a spiritual side note. And I think it's literally from the Ancient of Days, which I is true because god wrote it but that's not what i mean anyways did it's from forever Go.
0: did you literally just say it's literally from the ancient <laughs> days yeah,
1: which is the name of god which is cool because it's his bible oh, which is like a really fun christian wow. pun joke anyways wow. so in it there's this little like bio of whoever wrote the story right so this one is john and at the beginning john says what's been the saddest day of your life So I read that line because he's talking about Jesus dying and how that was the saddest day of his life. And so they're trying to help kids connect to that. And Athelia goes, are you asking me? And I was like, yeah. What's the saddest day of your life? I don't know. I was like, well, you're pretty young. You probably haven't had many, many super sad days. I was like, what makes you really sad? Bugs. (laughs) 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 So I was trying to like connect the death of Jesus to how you feel sad when you see so many bugs. (laughs) like. <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> that See that's creativity at its yeah. finest. <laughs> yep, you nailed it. We're done here. <laughs> Mic drop, literally. Let's pick it up. Drop it.
0: Stop saying literally I'm when sorry. you're not doing the But thing. now,
1: isn't it not in the is it not in the dictionary now that literally can also be like a
0: hyperbole? <laughs> um I think See, you I know, think that's actually true. Creativity. It doesn't Muggle. make sense to me. Literally doesn't have the same <laughs> definition. Anyways. Uh I think we should go ahead and wrap it up
1: with
2: Ashley singing. I was supposed to say Do we have and a song yet?
4: I'm not seeing that's not where my mind. creativity ghosts.
2: Mine Doesn't either. I can't just, do it. When you mm. try you try to think of songs with creativity in them. Mm. Create mm. the word create. There's got to be a lot. Hat, I'm there.
1: so There's bad something. at these games that,
0: nope. that I'm like, Shady. have I ever Get heard a song before? Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for joining us this week. Um, it was so good to uh, be with Chris and Ashley. He's going to sit there and laugh the rest of the
4: time. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the way we began. Yes. Uh, with Ashley Goffing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> have, you had any, have you had, you know, this much giggling in a podcast? Oh, probably creating me a clean no, heart. Oh, Lord,
2: not. is that the one you were singing before? <laughs>
4: Creating
2: no.
1: A clean, clean. It's probably from that though. <laughs> anyway. Okay, but seriously, we're gonna over, over right. wrap
0: this up. So, uh, thanks so much for being a part uh, of Spirit Sign Out. Thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah, having yeah, you. Yeah. Thank
3: you all. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thanks
0: for being so, here. Uh, we will. Um, I always want to say we'll see y'all next week. When that's not actually what's gonna happen, we you're gonna, gonna hear from us all. next week. So, yeah. if you tune in. But thanks everybody. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Later.